Welcome back to Tailgate TV, where we once again have a great friend of the show, wonderful guest here with us. Who do we have here, Brad? We have Doug Lawrence, entrepreneur, hunter, storyteller, and uh, as you said, Cody, a great friend of the show. We appreciate Doug so much. But, uh, uh, you know, Doug's involved with so many things, the Chamber of Commerce, PrepCast, Taxidermy. He's coached, continues to coach, which we appreciate because, boy, Passing on that knowledge to young people in sports and life is so important on really uh, every level of their lives. I, I I know you do and I do. I look back at my life and I think about coaches I had and the stuff they taught me. That, good and bad. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, there's always coaches I look back up and I go, wow, I I appreciated him getting on to me or whatever because it helped me to learn yeah. some things that you can't learn yeah. when you're young if you're not really getting taught those kind of things. Right. And obviously, you know, right. our dads taught us certain things, but boy, yep. being in that uh, really tough place of co- when you're when you're playing sport, there's always tough moments, and coaches are so instrumental in trying to get you through those things. They are, and I, and I, I think one of the things I've learned about coaching over the years is because I've been doing it since, I don't know, 97, 98, something like that, is when I started coaching at eight-man football and, and then baseball at Miami, um, is that probably for a lot of years I was too nice. Mm. And I don't mean that. I, I wasn't – I was never mean. I've never been mean, but – just <clears throat> sometimes the best coaches are the ones that really don't care what you think about them. Right. They just know their sport and they know what they're doing. I, I kind of wanted to be liked, you know, and, mm. and, and I realized years later that it's not so much the, the liking is not so much the emotional thing. It's right. like I've had some coaches that were real butts mm-hmm. to say, the, to say the least, but I learned from them, and then I've had coaches that really I, I, I don't care why we're in this moment. I don't care about feelings. I don't care right. about anything. I just care about this game, and I think sometimes that's taken wrong. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. By the kids, by parents, by, oh, by absolutely. everybody. But it's <clears throat> I, I've never met a coach, even the bad coaches, I never met a coach that really didn't care about you. Oh, absolutely. You know, well, they're I in mean, it for a reason. I mean, it's not right, the money. Right. <laughs> Right, and I mean, even uh, you know, coaches that had their favorites, coaches that were, I don't know, just butts. Sure. <laughs> I sure. mean, that's the only yeah. way. That's the only way I can say it. And then, and and they they cared about winning, but there was something about them, the really good coaches, that can get right in your grill and stay there, and when the game's over, you know the switch is off, and you're back to. Being a friend, yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah, and I, and I'm still not real good at it after twenty, however many years that is. Sure, I'm still not real good at, at just. <laughs> but I also know the older I get, the less I care. Sure, you know? sure. I mean about how I'm perceived. Sure, right, as long, right. As long as you understand that, what I want from you is your very best, mm. and I want the best from you, um, physically, mentally, 
and spiritually. Mm. I, I mean, that's mm. that's so important to me. It's always been important to me since I began. Is what is your spiritual life? Right. You know. I mean, that's that's been really even in a public school or whatever you want to say. Sure. Um, because at the end of the day, what we're doing as coaches is we're 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 creating young men. That's, that's right. I mean, that's what you said. Yeah. And unfortunately, today, I mean. Fortunately for me, I had a great father. Right. You know, unfortunately for a lot of kids today, maybe they don't. Right. You know? Right. And so, and and I think in not having that, they don't understand discipline, and they don't understand mm-hmm. that sometimes my demeanor is because I love you, not because I. Right. You. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. Well, I, you know, we, we had Coach Webb on uh, in our in our last episode, and. Uh, one of the things that he talked about, because we talked to him about uh, how do you get the kids to buy in so quickly? Because his first year, yeah. oh, right? Yeah. So, and he talked about the trust that he has when he tells them the truth. Yes. Not what they want to hear, what they need yes. to hear. Yes. Because it's amazing how resilient kids are when they really know that you care about them sure. and that you're being honest with them. Yes. And, uh, you know, he told a story about that he had a young man, and I, I thought it was uh, revealing. He doesn't necessarily put running backs in their spot. Right. He lets them kind of, you know, pick where they want to be. Right. But this young man was like, I want to run the ball. He's like, no, we need this kid to run the ball. That was a big lesson for that young yeah. man. I, I love that he wanted the ball, yeah. but Coach was honest enough with him to say, yeah, you're not the right person at the right time. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I'm not going to turn this into a spiritual thing, but well, um, I did a leadership class one time with my football team, mm. and I took the seniors and and a captain from each grade level, and we we had meetings. Right. You know, we just get together and we we learn to be leaders. Sure. We always ask kids and individuals in the community to be leaders that know nothing about leadership. That's right. And so, my example was always Jesus. Mm. Jesus told the truth. Absolutely. I mean, when you did something wrong, he he said that's not right. Don't that's, do that. That's right. And when you did something great, he was there, and and he was always there. And no matter how he explained the truth to you, somehow you knew he was love. You were loved. Absolutely. You know, and you knew that you could trust him mm. and and follow him. And that's what leaders have to be. Leaders mm. have to be, you know, hey, here it is. This is the honest truth. And. I'm telling you that because I love you, not because. Right. You know, yeah. I just want to point out your faults. Right. Right. Well, and, and, that, and I think that's where we get in trouble. Is that a lot of times I wanted to just point out your faults. Yeah. Well, and that truth and love combination. Yeah. It's such a hard line to walk. But you know, I uh, not getting too far into, it, but I read a book once called Walking in No Man's Land, and it's kind of that you know we hunker down on one side or the other. Yep. And there's there's that middle ground that people don't want to walk in because it's so hard. Yep. You know, you want to be loved or you want to just be, you know, some jerk who just tells the truth and doesn't care about people's feelings. Right. But there is a middle ground there, and that's where we're right. supposed to live. You know, you know, obviously it's very critical in coaching, but even outside of that, bigger than that in life, walking that line is very important to do. Yep. And one thing coming from coaching is you know kind of shifting you do get so many great stories you interact with so many kids throughout your coaching career and uh, i've heard that you have one heck of a story about maybe somebody uh 
mishearing something, misunderstanding something? What's up with that? I've got a hundred of those. <laughs> happens often. You say. Yeah, it happens a lot. Oh, I think the story you're alluding to is I, I was coaching junior high football here in Butler, and I was just assistant coach. I was kind of helping with the linemen and and whatever. And so we had starting team out on the field, and we're in the middle of the football game, and we're on a let's see. Got to remember how it was. We were on defense, and all of a sudden, this kid, this like third string, just goes out on the field, and the starter comes off. And I looked at the coaches. I said, "Did you put him in?" And they said, "No." And I said, "I mean, I went down the line." I said, "Well, I grabbed the starter. And I said, get in there and get him out." And he come over. He come trotting back over to the sideline, and I said. Why did you go in? He goes, he put me in. I said, who put you in? And he said, that guy. And he pointed across the field. And I was like, what are you talking about? He said, that guy said 77 in a tackle. And so he just ran in a tackle. <laughs> he was number 71 and he yeah, thought. Okay, well, I'll, I'll play tackle. Yeah. So, yeah. The, so the announcer good. calls out the man who made the tackle. Yeah. And he thought, hey, I made a tackle. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for this my whole life. Yeah, the PA guy said 77 in on the tackle, and he third in, a, in the tackle. And so he went in and played tackle. It's one of those, if you have a chance, take it. That was yeah. his chance. Yeah. Yeah. He seized the moment. I, I, it worked out better for Fran Targington than for right, right. this young man. Jeez. And I said, well, from now on, unless I tell you to go in, let's just stay right here. Okay? <laughs> I, I just think that's an awesome story. I've heard it before, and it it, it is as good the next time as it was the first time. Because i tell you what, what – and as a coach, right, I, I can just imagine you going, what in the world? Because <laughs> we, we, we were like on the goal line. Right. I mean, right down there. I was like, what is he doing? Big package. I was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> I to the coach. I said, did you put him in? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, that's funny. They were looking at me like, did you put him in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah his coach. So, yeah, so such a funny story. And, and you know, the, every coach – we, you know, we had Coach Webb on. We had uh, other ones on, and they had stories. Uh, you know, and that some of them were on air, some were off air. So funny. Well, and it reminds me, and I don't know if you want to share or not, but I'm going to push you to oh. of two of my favorite coaching stories. One of them is that one, and the other one comes from you. Of well, I'll just let you share. And I'm I, sure you know what story I'm I, I do. To. I wasn't coaching. I was an assistant coach. Uh, when we were, uh, me and Nick Schweitzer were coaching fourth grade basketball uh, <laughs> girls, and we were at Rich Hill, and we were playing down there, and my team had played, and so, because we had to split into two teams because we had so many girls out, and so Nick was coaching the second game, and I was sitting right behind the, the, the group of girls so I could help him, you know, when I could. And such a helpful guy. Well, Nick is standing up and he's, you know, doing his coaching thing, doing a great job. The girls were uh, a solid group of girls. And of course, you know, you want to get everybody in and, and in that youth league, you're, you need to get everybody in. I think it's part of the rules that they have to play so much. And so he turns around to sub a young lady and she's sitting on the end of the bench eating a hot dog with a Coke in her hand and popcorn and, I think, a candy bar. And he looks – and the look on Nick Schweitzer's face, his his jaw drops and goes, what are you doing? And she goes, 
I was hungry. Yeah, and he's like, did, yeah. and he looks at me, did she yeah. leave and go to the snack bar? I'm like, no. And her grandfather brought in her some food for it. And I was like, my goodness sakes. He's like, you need to put that down and get in the game. <laughs> but it's just amazing, right? Yeah, it's funny, especially with the young kids. I, Parker was playing back playing softball. I think it was a first year of pitching or something. And this little girl got hit in the hand by the ball, and she started balling. She came over and sat down on the bench. She goes, what kind of sport wants to hurt a little girl? <laughs> well, I, I, not to run on stories, but my daughter played softball, a t-ball, when she was younger, and I got her to play one year, and she didn't want to play anymore. Because right when she was, it was time for her to go up to bat, she had to go to the bathroom. And I wouldn't let her go to the bathroom because it was time for her to bat. And she was like, I'm done with that That's sport. No, nope, not doing that no more. <laughs> Got it. Hold so I'm I'm that whole thing. That's the sport I want to play. Yeah. Yeah. UTI because Dan wants right, right, me to bat. Right. I'm never going to make it to the MLB, but I'll make it to the UTI. Right. Um, well, and I tell you, the, the most amazing thing about the story with the, the young lady eating was you said something very critical in that story. You said Nick Schweitzer was coaching and doing a good job. Well, that, that, Nick's a good friend of the show. We're yeah, just, but, yeah, Nick did a good job. He was he helped me a couple of years, I think, and and uh, was a lot of good help. I, I appreciate it. It's hard to find that. these days. It is. It is. And uh, But uh, so – You've coached several places, uh, coached different sports at different places, which is good and obviously something that's uh, great. But you also enjoy hunting. I know you're a duck hunter. Yeah. This at this time of year, it's starting to amp up. Yeah, duck, getting, deer hunting. Yeah, I was getting ready to get going. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't usually bow hunt during this time of the year because I like it. And when you get out there in the the heat and the skeeters and all that kind of stuff, it's just. There's no fun involved. Right, it makes it not fun to do it, is it? No, I agree. But uh, a lot of deer moving this yeah, time of year. Yeah, there are. And, and now's the time if you want to go out there and get that uh, partially velveted buck or, you know, sometimes you can still find. And they're not broke up right now. The horns aren't broke up right, right now if, you, if you're looking for trophies, which is basically what I hunt, to be honest with you. Right. But, but yeah, and not very well. But Well, <laughs> I, That's what I have. I gotta say, my wife and I went for a drive the other day, and boy, it, there were we saw, I think fifteen or sixteen deer, and I think half of them were bucks, uh, which yeah. surprised me. I want to know where you went for a drive at. I didn't. We, I, we need to have that discussion. I don't remember air. that is where, where, where we went. <laughs> information. Yeah, exactly right. But so, and along with doing the duck hunting, the deer hunting, taxidermy work, and mm -hmm. that is getting, you know, boy. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, December, yeah. you've got to be just yeah. inundated with people. Yeah, I, I can be. Yeah, and the last couple of years I've I've been behind, just personal reasons and stuff, family and that sort of thing. Got way behind, and and uh, I apologize to anybody's got stuff out of my shop, but I'm getting that all caught up, and and we'll probably be pretty ready to go. Okay, this year good. start by taking in some December, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Because I know a lot of guys around here get full pretty quick. With yes. What they're taking in. Sure. Anyway, but yeah, it, it's something that it's one of the, it's one of my many hats that I'm trying to to get fixed and and to really get involved in that because I love doing it. it. It's the art part of it I really like and that sort of thing. So I, I love doing it. And, and be still taxidermy, yeah, right? Be that's still taxidermy and and that's. 
I mean, that's, that's what, what it's all about. about. Is just I want you to be still and think that thing moved. If you sit still enough, I want you to think it moved. And obviously, most importantly, I want you to know that there's a God that that created that trophy just for you. Absolutely, that deer was born for you, and yeah. so I think that's cool to to be able to look at that and be reminded that God enjoys watching you be successful and, and, and enjoy what you're doing. Absolutely. I, I, deer, uh, and you do a great job with the taxidermy work, but uh, that those deer uh, on your wall, again, um, we talk about stories with Coaching Boy, those stories, yeah, yeah. and the hunting well, stories and the different things. Oh, you know, I want to hear great. the story when you bring it in. Right. I, I really want to hear that part, and I really get a kick out of when it's a kid that gets to bring it in and stuff, right. I, I really enjoy that. So. It's it's uh, we we've talked about this before too. When you take a kid to the first baseball game and Royal Stadium again, uh, maybe biased because that was the first really major league ballpark that I went to. But when you walk into uh, Kauffman Stadium, I call it Royal Stadium, but Kauffman Stadium, and you break the shadow of the. Uh, seats or the, the upper level when you break that shadow and you can finally see the field yeah. it is spectacular yeah, it is it is and to look on those little kids face as they see it for the first time yeah. is yeah. is it's worth the the price yeah. of expensive ticket because yeah. <laughs> they all are and, and they're the same way if you've ever had mm. I was so blessed to have my son when he was younger 12. 13 in the tree stand with me when he killed his first deer. That's awesome. You know, it was awesome. It was really, really cool. And, uh, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Remember when I killed my first deer, I had to argue with my dad that I'd actually killed it. I was. He couldn't uh, believe it? Couldn't believe it. Oh. Surprise, surprise. Hunting with the, had a 410. It was a longer shot than it probably should have been with the 410. And dropped it, or shot it, didn't drop it. Right. They're hardy. Ran off, took off. Of course. Went, didn't find any blood, didn't find nothing. He starts looking at me. He said, how'd you miss that? I said, I didn't. He said, oh, you missed it. I said, I promise I didn't. And I'm like in tears. You know, I'm a little kid. And I'm like, dad doesn't believe me. And I know I didn't miss the shot. Well, he said, there's no blood. There ran like, you missed it. Dad, I promise I didn't miss it. We walk up to the truck. The truck's, you know, 150, 200 yards off. We walk up to the truck. The deer's laying next to the truck dead. If you could train a deer to do that, <laughs> I tell you what, right. that's those Arkansas deer. They're not very bright. Well, say, yeah. If you had to tighten it up so close to the truck, you would. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Arkansas. He's probably running downhill. Right. <laughs> to everything. Right. But, and not only do you do, you do taxidermy, obviously, Chamber of Commerce, but PrepCast. And PrepCast has been a big part of Butler Athletics for a Absolutely. lot of years. Um, obviously, it's expanded now in this area. But uh, now, when did you start the PrepCast? Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, I started working with PrepCast. James Damon owned it at the mm. time. And I started, I want to say, six years ago, okay. seven years ago. Okay. Um, when we first started, as some of you remember, the software wasn't really sports-oriented software. It was gaming software, and it really wasn't great for what we do now. Sure. Or not even comparable to what we do now. Um, I remember one time I had somebody call and complaining about the, the quality, mm. and 
and I was like, you know, I'm sorry. Because, to be honest with you, a lot of times it's on the end of the viewer that's sure. having trouble sure. as much as it is w us in the stands or in the, with the, behind the cameras. And so I said, well, I don't know. It says it's going out real well here. And I said, you know, you could listen to it. It's on the radio station. Goes, right. Well, I want to watch it. I don't want to. And I said, well, you know, if... If I send you a Polaroid every every week or so, that's better. <laughs> that's better video than what you're getting there. So, right. You know. And, and I, anyway, it, and so, um, yeah, about five or six years ago, I want to say, um, been really blessed with some sponsors here in town that have been with us since the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the way it's all paid for. It's all paid through, for through advertising. Um, and I and I think it's good advertising. I I, I mean, we. Um, we're numbers are way up this year already. So. Good, good. Yeah. And I feel like we say that every year. Like I feel like every year the numbers are are trending up. You know, it's never it's never oh numbers are worse than last year. It's it's a growth every year. It is, and it, and it's and and we because we are a web based type uh, entity that you can actually we can track how many people come mm -hmm. and watch us. Right. So it's not like we're guessing at our numbers. Right. Um, the only guess is is that when we say we had a hundred live viewers, how many people are watching that night? TV? Yes, you know, if, if you got one family yeah, in a living room and five people sitting around right. watching it, it's actually we have a hundred devices. Yeah. yeah, right. You know, how many sitting behind those devices? Who knows? I mean, we're all on our phones. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I know a lot of people that'll throw up on their, you know, TV, they'll stream yeah. here, you know. Yeah. And that's, you know, kind of like even in the newspaper business, you know, we'd always, you'd circulate 10,000 papers, well, you double that, you're, you know, you'd say your readership is 20,000. Yeah. And, and what we do, you know, we, we call it advertising, but it's really, it, it's really not advertising. It's really brand impressions is what right. we're trying to do. Right. You know, if, if I say, hey, PrepCast got a sale going on this month on whatever, you you hear on sale right you know right and so let's say i say prepcast has got a sale on coffee mugs well i don't need a coffee mug right you know but you heard my name twice right you heard the brand twice and so that's that's considered two impressions and the more impressions i can get in your head next time you need a coffee cup you know to come to prepcast right or you you know that sort of thing and that's that's what i'm trying to do with with your advertising we we guarantee you you get so many ads per show and you know if we take the 180,000 viewers that we had you can easily multiply that by 2 you know right and so now you're looking at what 60 or yeah, however many that is, 360,000 mm -hmm. impressions. Right. You know, and that's if we played your ad one time. Right. Well, obviously, there's dead time. We throw your ad up again. Well, sure. Double that. Right. You know, we put your ad down in the corner of the screen. Right. Double, triple that because it comes up every minute. Right. You know, so we're, we're giving you a lot of impressions of getting your brand recognized. And, and that's... That's why we like doing it. But, yeah, I think it's – let's go back to your question. It, about five or six years ago, we started PrepCasting. And five or six years ago, starting it, and, boy, has it expanded mm -hmm. from just being the Bears All Sport Network. Uh -huh. Now we have Adrian, Rich Hill, Eldorado Springs, Clinton yep. in just this local yep. area. Yep. Yep. And, obviously, those things, as you were talking about with the impressions – 
now you're expanding even farther. Right, right. And, and I, I, if you want, we have packages that will go statewide. PrepCast was started in St. Louis, um, I want to say 15, 20 years ago. And it was started because there was no media entity of any kind in St. Louis in the greater St. Louis area. And so PrepCast started as an audio-only type thing. Gotcha. And then as time progressed, they branched out. James Damon, who, by the way, if you listen to, you can listen to him Friday night. He'll be... He's a, the voice of the Bulldogs down at El Dorado Springs, and Butler's going there. So mm-hmm. we'll let El Dorado cover it, and we'll run our ads, of course, on there too. But anyway, you'll get to hear James. Um, and James sold it to me and uh, about four years ago, four and a half years ago, James sold it to me. And uh, anyway, and he's because he, he was more into – he wanted to stay into his ministries and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he got the new job at at Heartland Hospice as a, as a chaplain and wonderful guy that yep. loves God and loves yep. people Great a lot. Um, really, but anyway, really good. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, he is. He's good, 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 good dude. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he bought Prepcast KCMW is is like an entity of Prepcast LLC in St. Louis and. We have five channels. Charlie Brown and has kind of the center deal. He has Boonville, Warrensburg, and then Tim Miller is in St. Louis, and he has five channels there. Um, so PrepCast KCMW means Kansas City, Missouri, West. So basically we have from Sedalia. This way. This way. This side. The whole, yeah, the, we have basically the West Coast of Missouri. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we can. And... So, how many channels are there statewide? As a, I think there's eleven. Eleven, yeah. Which still, uh, and, and again, uh, twelve. There's twelve. Twelve. Okay. And most of like what we do here, right, in Prepcast is we're centrally located to one particular school. A lot of the things, like you're talking about Charlie Brown over there in, in Sedalia, mm-hmm. he covers several schools around that area, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and even uh, yeah. central. Uh, Central Methodist, Methodist yep. University covers them as well, yep. and then Tim over there in in St. Louis covers several schools. Yeah, he does. He covers several um, high schools, and they're mostly big schools over in, in private schools in in St. Louis. But yeah, he covers five or six schools, and then he has College Cast right. too, which right. College Cast covers a lot of colleges, little right. small colleges over there, and he he's traveling all over the place with softball and stuff like wow. that for a couple of those. Or not one, a couple of small colleges. Gotcha, gotcha. And I know they do also, um, you know, PrepCast has been doing the Christian School mm-hmm. uh, State, State Championship yeah. down, and it was in Joplin. I think they've talked about moving a little bit, yeah. but yeah. as far as we know, it's still going to be in Joplin this right. year. Right. And uh, that's fun to go to. It is. It is. Really it, enjoy that. It's 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 good basketball. It I mean, is. You know, I mean, because you're you're looking at equivalent schools playing equivalent schools you right know what i mean so it's good it's good basketball it's fun to watch it's fun for the kids and and that's really what this is about i mean obviously i want to make some money at it sure because it's way i kind of make my livelihood but it, it, what we do for the kids i think is really mm. s- super tremendous you know i mean yep. 
I, I can imagine the three of us would have liked to had oh, yeah. video of, I, I'd like to know if I was as good as I think I was. Right, right. You know, and go back and, and watch watch the videos, and all of our stuff is archived. Right. We guarantee it's archived for two years, but you can still go back and watch stuff from 2016. Mm-hmm. It's still on there. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think you were watching some of your kids play I that was, thing I on was watching, I guess that's, watching. Been, that's been eight years. You know? yeah, 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 a long time. And it's been longer than that. Yeah. Does that make you feel Parker, old? Yeah. Parker was... I think we we covered Parker her freshman year. I think so. If not, I know we covered her sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember that. So that would have been twenty fourteen. So we we've been around a while. Long time, yeah. That's well, awesome. that was ten years. And prepcast is a wonderful thing. Uh, super thrilled that you do it. Glad to be involved in it. But transitioning from one good thing to another good thing, the chamber. You know, you wear some hats there at the Chamber yep. of Commerce. And we have some events coming up with the Chamber. Huckster's Day coming up. I right. don't want to spend too long on it, but what, what can you tell us about Huckster's Day? What are we kind of, you know, what do we got going on? And what's the, I, I, I know we're doing some new exciting things this year that maybe we haven't done in the past, shift some stuff around. Yeah, I, I don't um, – this is only my second year of doing Huckster's Day. Um, last year I thought everything went really well. We had a lot of vendors. I think we got more vendors this year. Uh, coming, we've got uh, the kids zone thing is a great attraction. Car show, Abby does a fantastic job with the car show, um, and we've got that coming. Then in the evening, we're going to do something a little different, and our times are different too. By the way, yeah, I think we're doing ten to four when, when for uh, vendors. The first, the first Huxers day I did, I think started at eight o'clock in the morning or something, mm-hmm. and it was just like, man, this is early. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because you got to get here at five thirty to set your booth and right. all that kind of stuff up. Right. And the truth is, is most of our people are here at 11 to 1, right. you know, mm-hmm. for lunch. And sure. there's some great food served there. But, uh, yeah, so we decided to kick her back, and we went from 9 to 3 last year. And this year we're going to go from 10 to 4. For the, for the vendors. For the vendors. Yeah. And then from 5 to about 8, we're going to have live music. Awesome. We have a band called Casey and the... Attaboys, and they're really great bluegrass. They're Absolutely. Really, really good. Casey actually played on the Grand Ole Opry. She, wow. wow. So, it's impressive. Uh, you know, on one of the shows. I, sure. I don't know exactly all of it, but, yeah, she she was really good. I saw one of the other members uh, in, a, in a bluegrass band called po- Poana that was really good, and they kind of s- split up. And so, but anyway – that'll be in the evening and and they're really talented band yeah and so you know still gonna have food a couple food trucks here for that so it'll be music and food trucks music and the evening kind of a wrap it all up deal and the vendors are welcome to stay if they want to um but i would encourage you to come out here and just plan on bring a lawn chair and make a day of it yeah even if you get here like at 12 31 and just hang out I yeah, mean, and that's kind of going to be fun. There's going to be fun events. There'll be some music, I think, up on the stage like it was last year. There's a couple contests going on. There's a baking contest, cooking contest. Where I think they're doing cinnamon rolls and pies on the yeah, baking contest. Yeah, cinnamon rolls and pies. So that'll be good. Do you, they need a judge. You need, Tailgate yeah, that's TV. exactly yeah, what I was yeah. going to say. Uh, so what? What is the date for um, October 21st? Okay, it's a Saturday coming up in a few weeks yep. here, October awesome. 21st, and um, yeah, it should be a great event and. 
going to have the we're talking about the music and food trucks at the evening going to have that in a, a different section it's going to be right off the square even yeah. so kind of you know space some things yeah. out i say space it out you're not going to have to you know travel across town or anything like that i think we're going to do that right here on west dakota yeah. um it's really it's a really cool event i mean i remember when i was in high school my mom was involved in the chamber of commerce and they kind of started it back then so that was 82 something like that they started the hucksters day that i that i remember and and uh What's that? 112 years ago, 120 years ago. <laughs> Feels like um, it sometimes. Yeah. So anyway, they uh, they used to have relay races and stuff, and I remember they did it on Friday because we used to come up here in our football uniforms and right. do stuff. Or, or yeah, I think that's right. Anyway, and it, I just remember it being a lot of fun, and there's people you only see on that day. You know, right. I mean, for a year, a year each year. Um, but it is it's a good time and, and it's really kind of cool and we were watching tiktok and i was showing you guys that pencil drawing artist mm. uh, there's a lot of art involved in oh yeah you know crafts and stuff that, in, in that the vendors sell and there's nothing uh, I, I love real good art mm-hmm. i mean I, I love really good art it, it it backs up that we were created in the image of a creator mm. you know, no so. kidding so anyway well, we have a fun ending segment okay. that we always do. We wrap stuff up. We have some over-unders here for you. We're going to see if you can pick them. So the Chiefs, as we talked about some prep cast, some viewership, some numbers, the Chiefs-Eagles Super Bowl last year had over-under 150 million people watching. Over. It's under. Really? Had 115 million. Huh. That's still pretty impressive. 150 uh, Raiders fans. A lot of folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Prepcast does over or under seventy five sporting events a year. S- sporting events, yeah, oh, oh, way over, way over that. Yeah, I don't way know. Over. We didn't even know the exact number. Do you know an exact number? Do you got a? Um, I know it's a, just a whole for bunch. R five, yeah, yeah. R five channels. I buy three hundred and fifty games a year. So three, yes. just for R five, three fifty. That's a lot. So yeah. you're, I mean, between the twelve. So if you. You know, yeah, figure I, that out. That's Yeah, we do over a thousand events. That's amazing across the state. That's, easy. That's amazing. We, we cover, we cover well over three hundred different schools in Missouri. Wow. So I mean, we see three hundred. Right, right, right. Yeah, I say we cover them, but right. we see three hundred. We have schools. covered, and, wow. and, and we every year they kind of, I, I kind of have Tim keep track of new schools. Right. Because I think it helps with advertising sure. too. You'd uh, be able to say, hey, we we cover. Especially because corporate advertising, you know, right. mm-hmm. corporate people like um, I'm, I'm just going to use Casey's. I sure, guess that's okay. Sure, uh, but like Casey's, I know Casey's is in almost every town of every school. Sure, play. Yep. sure. But they can't afford to say, okay, we'll give each school that we're right. in a thousand dollars. Right. But if they could give you X amount of dollars, right. and you're covering three hundred, right, Casey's towns. You know, I think they'd go for that. Or, or yeah, the drink so, stop at Sonic. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and Sonic is, is another one. Yeah. You know. They do a great job for uh, us. Butler, Butler and Eldorado Springs both. Yes. Are owned by the. the, the uh, Umstead group. Umstead group. Right. Yeah. And so they're very generous people because they don't have to pay for any of that advertising. That's right. They, they do it to support because they get national-wide advertising. And, Correct. And, and it's, you know, I'm sure they pay a fee, but at the same time. They don't have to do that. So they do that in support of 
the towns. They they help us out in El Dorado. They help us out here. Help you guys out. Yep. I mean, they're, they're a really generous bunch. They I, really are. We appreciate, them, appreciate a them a lot. Yeah, Miles and Josh here in town. Yep. yep. Here's what I'm gonna get you with. There's over or under five presidents named James, or have been. Over. There is. There's six. You know ah, six. Very good. We got James Madison, James Monroe, James Polk, James Buchanan, James Garfield, and James Jimmy Carter. Hmm. So that would total six. I thought Van Buren was a James. Anyway, go ahead. Last one. The Butler Chamber of Commerce lit over or under 500 flashlights at one time to set a Guinness Book World Record. Over. It was 1,000. Yep. You know the date? Uh, no, but I can show you where I was standing. <laughs> Me too. That's what I told you. It was me. July fifteenth, two thousand and ten. The chamber okay. did that because I was I was uh, I was campaigning for presiding commissioner at that time, so I could show you the yellow shirts right, right where we stand. Uh huh. I remember I remember doing that as well. We were, there were a lot of folks there. Yeah. Shine on Butler. Yeah, there was there was, cool. there was a thousand of them there. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. It is it is cool. Well. We'd like to thank Doug for coming in with Absolutely. us and having a conversation with us. like to thank, you know, a couple of our sponsors, which he has a hand in, the Chamber of Commerce, PrepCast, and, of course, we have O3 Customs, Sonic, Mid-America Live, CNS Graphics, Manual Baptist Church. I mean, Absolutely. a lot of folks that we love working with and uh, also love having Doug in and chatting with him. So thank you for coming in and talking to us. Thanks for letting me. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoyed it. And yep. thank you for watching this segment of Tailgate TV. Welcome back to Tailgate TV, where we are here with a wonderful guest. Got a lot of great questions here and just excited to have this conversation. Who do we have here with us, Brad? This is the Butler High School golf, ladies golf coach, Angie Coppin. Thank you, Angie, for being here with us. We enjoy it. And, uh, I, you know, we've been out a couple times and uh, playing golf and mm -hmm. seeing you all out yep. there working hard. The girls are putting in a lot of good work. I'm, yep. I'm thrilled for them. I love watching them out there. Just because uh, it's a game that lasts so long, right? You play it your whole well, life. Well, especially yeah. the way I play it. Things. Well, it takes a long time that, to play. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> because, think we got these tires rotated by his golf cart after a round. He yeah. drives yeah. so much, yeah. as my dad used to say. I think we got through uh, four holes in three hours today. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe you need to come to our practice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if, we, if after this, if we got some lessons, we'll take them. Yeah. He's going to need some uh, icy hot after this for his back. But, yeah. So when did you start kind of getting into golf? Well, I started playing golf in probably my mid-20s okay. when I realized that slow pitch softball was no longer for me. So stop asking <laughs> me to play. It wasn't an option anymore, no. huh? Okay. It's, so, all, it's always an option. Yeah. So it, um, we just decided that we were going to give up softball and took up golf. And so for 20 years. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're out. Now you you go out on uh, ladies' nights and yep. couples' nights and all yep. that good stuff. Yep. You're out there a lot. Yeah. That's yep. good. That's it's an enjoyable thing. To it do. is. What do you enjoy most about golfing? No, it's kind of a loaded question. There's a no, lot of things to enjoy. Honestly, the just the the friendships and the companionship of being around other people. I mean, we know the game can be really frustrating. You can Very. have a lot of fun with the game, or you can, you know, just have one of those golf days and things aren't going well. But it's still just, you know, my parents play. Almost mm -hmm. all of my family plays. My kids, my kids play, and 
and uh, just a lot of good friends that I play with. And so that's the, for me, that's the best part is just kind of being around all those people. So it is the best part, yeah. right? You're going out there with your kids and your family and just enjoying being together. And, and like you say, it can be a very frustrating yeah. game, but that makes a lot yeah. easier, doesn't it? it <laughs> yeah. Really does. Yeah. Well, it really and does. you know, I've never done it because I haven't found anybody that's worse than me at golf, <laughs> but I feel like if you go out there with people that are worse than yeah. I'd have to look Feel hard. a lot better. Yeah, I, I think that's why Brad plays with me so much. It yeah. makes him look so good. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, that, that is a fun part of the game yeah. is playing with people that you enjoy being with and just being outside. I mean, yeah. it's always an excuse yeah. to go be outside on a pretty yeah. day. Terrible round, and that's just that one good shot that brings you back the next time. And then you're chasing. Uh, yeah. I want to yeah. hit that shot again. Yeah. He hit that one today, by I way. did. He yeah. Nice hit the best drive I've hit. Four. Yeah. Do it once a year. That's good. Yeah. And he was like, oh, wow, that was great, but I didn't do that again. You made me keep wanting yes, to go. Yes, yes. <laughs> I didn't do it again. Well, you know. There's always next go time. Ba- yeah, yeah, go back again. That's yeah. Right. So yeah. what got you into coaching? I know you've, you know, you've been coaching golf, ladies golf, for a yep. few years yeah. at Butler. Yep. Um, when my daughter, when Lainey was in high school and, um, Jimmy Barnes was her coach and he would ask me a lot to go as a, um, a parent, but also as a coach, he'd kind of signed me up on Misha to be a coach. Uh, so I could go to like postseason play and be like another chaperone and things sure. like that. So kind of had my foot in the door when Lainey was in high school and then, um, he was you know, real busy with um, track and cross country and all of that, and so he gave it up, and so I just kind of started started doing it. So, yeah. So enjoyable, right? Such and, and you can get so many <laughs> blessings and benefits, right, from being with those kids. It, you know, great, being a teacher, there are a lot of extra duties, but I'm telling you, there are way worse extra duties than coaching girls golf. Absolutely. So anyway it's yeah just it's fun to be out there with them and just you know the sport itself and so yeah it's enjoyable and it seems like uh, a lot of girls out yeah and do you know where the draw comes from is it is it just because i know golf over the last what well whatever however however old tiger woods is Right, because there's been a huge it's about of, my of, age, yeah, of yeah. Golfers throughout yeah. the United States and really around the world. Yeah, but do you think he's had influence on this, or you think it's just one of those? It can be pretty things. trendy. It seems yeah. like right now there are a lot of young people, even out at our course, that that want to mm-hmm. come out and play. And and um, I've even heard some high school boys who are strong baseball players. So Coach Hill, I hope it's not listening to this. But. <laughs> Um, you know, said that they maybe would be interested in dual sporting. Right. Um, anyway, just that, you know, they go out with their friends. And so just maybe a little trendy right now, but we'll see. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that when we went out, when we did the Welcome to Butler video, we went out yes. with the girls. And I was like, you know, there's there's a good chunk of girls out here. And we kind of were wondering that, you know, what's yeah what's the draw? Because there's been some years where there's not been there a lot. When, um, several years ago, in, in 2020, that – um, the 2019-2020 school year, we had three, and there we didn't couldn't score as a team. So typically, like at a tournament or even a match, you play five and score the best four scores. Really, is what your team score is. And then I actually had lunch duty one year okay. that turned out to be I loved it at first I was like lunch duty no right. way but I just loved it walking around talking to the girls and actually that year 
leading up to the next year, recruited several girls to come out and play, and I think we had 10 the next year. Anyway, so in the last few years, we've had 7, 8, 10, and so, yeah. Well, and I tell you, the the fall of the year, you have volleyball, cross country, you have, uh, obviously, ladies golf, cheerleading. Cheer, yeah. Right? There's a lot of activities going on for young ladies, and it is really fun to see how many dual sports yep. or you know things of that nature that, i think that's great yeah it's a great opportunity for young ladies yep. to get out there and, and really uh show what they can do well yeah. and what i heard in that is we need to turn angie on the recruiting trail we got yeah. coach Tom <laughs> over here go out talk to people and then i would say bring, bring a friend yeah. you come out and you bring a friend so right. yeah great. yeah so with all of the girls there in the season you know kind of you you've been with the girls a little bit this year what do you think some of their strengths are you know what do you what do you see in this team um, or these this group of girls in comparison to some previous years, well, we know the short game can always – I mean, like if you really want to shave strokes off, it's really the short game. But we have some girls that can hit a monster long ball. I mean, outdrive any woman that I play with on, on a Monday night um, or on a Thursday night, but they can really get a hold of the ball um, when everything goes just right. But sure. they really can. And even today when we were out there, had one that had just a just a monster. And so – um, I would for right now it's kind of that we still need to be working on the short game and that's you know really where you can make a lot of improvements and so um, but some good senior leadership you know I've got I have three seniors mm-hmm. two that are, this is her fourth year so Kira Brockman it's her fourth year and Haven Humphrey it's her fourth year and so they're um, they're you know just good good girls and um, good golfers this year they've really turned it on and so um, just. Just with that, I think they're doing a good job. That's good. That's good. That, yeah. You know, you, you, you talked about the short game. What would be something <laughs> that you really emphasize to a new golfer mm-hmm. or a younger golfer? Yeah. That that's hey, let's put a lot of time yep. into that. I'm putting. Notes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> putting. <laughs> Get on the green, and then we really want to minimize the three plus putts. You know, just, I mean, really, that's, and we, it's kind of a standing joke with us at a three putts, and then you're going to start running. But, I mean, right. they don't, but it's just like, if you sure. three putt this. I mean, I saw <laughs> yesterday we were at Sedalia and had a player that got on the, the green on a par five and pretty good shape and had a six foot putt and then three putted. Oh. And so it's just, and they know, they know it. Yeah. And they just get in a hurry and they just, you know, back and forth, back right. and forth, right. but putting. <laughs> Well, and especially reading some of those greens that you're not familiar with yes. at a different course, yes. and then yeah. trying to read how they're going to roll. Yeah, it it so proves when difficult. When we get there, that's you know, if they have a practice green, get up there and at least you know, are they faster than ours at home? Right. Are they slow? Just kind of get a feel for it before we get started. But well, I, I heard John Daly talk about one time he was on a podcast and he was talking about uh, golf, and and he said you know Tiger Woods learned from the green back to yep. the as opposed yep. to playing golf yep. the, the conventional way and he said because on tour 150 yards and in that's your scoring yep. position and I'm obviously maybe a little bit shorter for high school kids or even amateurs um, but right limiting your strokes from a certain point in yeah makes all the difference because like you say <laughs> yeah that three putt counts as many as yeah. three strokes down that's the absolutely fairway, right so. yep 
it, that's yeah. I, I think that's really really important important to do. What improvements have you seen in your team? And it can be either you know kind of this year, maybe some growth you've seen, or even just over the last few years. What have you kind of seen? Either yeah. way. Uh, the long ball, for sure, we're just really striking the ball well. Hybrids, um, they're good off the tee, um, not the hybrid necessarily, but the girls are, mm-hmm. you know, good off the tee. And then their second shot, if you know, they really stay focused with it, just the long ball with them. I do have one one girl in particular, just she was a first year last year to this year. I, I tease her because I accuse her of taking lessons because she <laughs> – like you have had to have taken lessons because you're just just her swing is just so much, um, you know, more into it and um, just a more athletic looking swing. And so um, but she just laughs. But I just say you surely took lessons because she's made a lot of improvements since last year. And that's awesome so, to see girls yeah. that are that invested. Yes. In, yes. We're going to get better. We're going to try. Yeah. We're going to work at it. And yeah, that's that's got to yeah. be great to see. Yeah, that, that's that's neat. Uh, and, and, you know. Like you were saying earlier about you hit that one good shot around, right? When you see that improvement in the swing, boy, you know, as a a golfer, you don't see it, obviously, because you can't watch yourself swing because you're taping yourself or whatever. But to see the better shots and then as a coach, watch them going, ah, something clicked correctly. That's awesome. That's awesome. But now, as a golfer... A lot of great courses in the United <laughs> States, a lot of great, great courses around the world. Do you have a favorite course? or And then maybe your favorite course, and then where would, would you want to play that course, or would you want to play somewhere else? Well, uh, just personally, locally, Silo Ridge and Bolivar okay. is really, really nice. I like okay. to play down there. Okay, write the, that down. So yep, yep, go yep. Down go down there. Sherry Crates, okay. a little plug for her. Um, we have been to Sedalia for okay. several years, and we were there yesterday, but um, I would like to play there. Mm-hmm. It's a nice course. Um, and actually, this next summer, I think we're going to go to Hawaii. Oh, so I'm nice. pretty sure a round of golf will be in my and nice. my be. on my itinerary. We'll for have Hawaii, to have you come so. back on and tell us all yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, so we hopefully should, we should go. Yeah. I think we should. <laughs> yeah. A tailgate TV trip. We'll yeah. write it all off. We'll figure Absolutely. something out. I yeah. Like that. Yeah. That, that would be a beautiful place to play. I would I would imagine, yes. Yeah. I've got some friends that have played there, How so could it not be, I know. Right? Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. This is the fun part. Okay. We have some true or false questions. Oh for you. gosh. We're gonna know. see, and I will say there's no right or wrong, but there is. Okay. Um, cool. True or false? The first golf balls were made out of clay. Oh. I thought I was. I'm glad you're not asking me about rules. Because my personal play, maybe sometimes. I'm going to say true. That's false. Oh, yeah. The first I meant to ones, say false. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one I meant. Yeah. They were made out of leather and feathers. Okay. Yeah. That's feathers fun. wrapped up in leather. We should try that, too. I don't think yeah. so. I have a hard enough time hitting the, the best one, balls yeah. where, where I want them to go, let alone some made out of feathers. Yeah. True or false? You are more likely to be hit by a car oh. than you are to hit a hole in one. 
I'm going to say true. That is true. So you have a one, and this actually surprised me. I thought it would be even more of a long shot. You have a one in 12,500 chance of getting a hole in one. Okay. You have a one in just over 4,000 chance of getting hit by a That's car. That's kind of scary. I was thinking that. I'm not going to walk around little, outside yeah, anymore. Yeah. Okay, wait. Sidebar. Not with any AirPods in. Hole in one? No, no. Close. Close. Uh, actually, yes, on number five. Oh. This was several, several years ago. I really thought it was going to go in. I was playing by myself, but. Well, no one accounted. I know. I know. I know. You should have just said it when I had in. a friend down at Indian Rock that almost hit a hole in one. I know almost doesn't count only. Well, but it does. Horseshoes I mean, and hand grenades. But, they say, but right? um, <laughs> yes, I know for a minute you're just like, oh my gosh, is it going in? I've, I've had one eagle. That's it. Very one good. eagle. But yeah. Still, that's, yeah. That's great. Awesome. True or false? A golf ball has around two hundred dimples oh, on the surface. Yeah, I'll say true. No, false. Oh, how many? It has three to five hundred. Ooh. Sounds like a lot. Well, when you said around, right. I mean. It's around. Depends on how all, you, all yeah. the dimples are round. <laughs> well, three to <laughs> five hundred. That's a two hundred. That's around two hundred. <laughs> yeah. I was amazed at that. Yeah, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go count. All, I'm going to go count. Who yeah. was the first Who's person? Who's got a golf around? ball? Give me yeah. a golf ball. Who was the first? I probably got some of Yeah. <laughs> who was the person that had to count that is what I want to know. Not me. Now, this one I've helped contribute to the stat. Oh. True or false, there are 100 million golf balls lost in the U.S. per year. Oh, for sure. False. There are over 300 million. <laughs> 300 million golf balls lost in the U.S. I thought you said at least. Did I say? If I said, okay. No. If I said at least, <laughs> it's true. Least. Yeah, we'll count it. All right. Where do you, what, what ball do you think has the most? We looked it up. I, what I, do you well, mean? Brad didn't have to look it up. Brad, what do you uh, mean? What What do you think? What hole is more golf balls uh, lost than any other hole in the United States? You mean like a par three or like a, what yeah. do you mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like the island green. Yeah. 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 The, the, yeah. Yeah. Hole 17 yeah. at Sawgrass. Yeah, you know that's yeah. a public course. You can go play that, right? Well, let's go. Oh, that's I'm, what I say. I, I'm going to need I a couple of buckets boys, of balls. I told my boys, I said, if there's a golf course that would like, hey, Dad, we want to take you on something, I said, take That's it. Okay. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. I think they have it at the simulator at Top Golf. Yeah, not the same. <laughs> Top Golf, not the same. <laughs> I will say, have you been to Top Golf? Yeah. yeah. I took it's Brad fun. for the first time that yeah. day. It's not my cup of tea. Oh, why? Well, it's just it's just hitting golf balls. You know what I mean? It's not, well, you got to play the contests. Yeah, but, but they don't tell you how far flags are from you. What? I never, I never seen I kept it's, telling it's you. On it, the, said it. It's on the... He doesn't listen to me, and I was the, the one telling him. On the TV screen yeah, thing. See, I can't do that. I to take you didn't my, go my, with my the right person. Right. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably. I've heard that many times when I go places with him. You don't go with the right person. It's probably accurate. Oopsie. The uh, last question. Okay. True or false? Oh, here we go. The most famous left-handed golfer is right-handed. Oh. I'm gonna say true. That's true. Phil Mickelson. Actually, right-handed. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's odd. Yeah. Right. I have a friend who plays right-handed, but then putts left-handed. She's really? always a left-handed player. Maybe that's what's wrong with my game. Maybe I play with the wrong hand. Never I'm going to try that next Tuesday. Yeah. I don't think that's going to help you. <laughs> with I, your same set of clubs? It can't make me any worse. <laughs> I, 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 know a, I know a guy that 
uh, plays golf all the way to the like you're saying yeah. all the way to the green right hand yeah. and then when he gets on the yeah. on the green left hand and I'm like I don't know how you do it yeah. my eyes would mess me up doing that I don't I couldn't do it <laughs> but hey golf's a great game and if you don't play golf go play golf right yeah. I mean get out there yeah. you and I know everybody goes well and and I will say this this is the one thing I tell every new golfer don't watch the PGA Tour and expect to play like those guys. Exactly. They're freaks of nature, <laughs> right? They do things that you can't do with the golf club. No, that's like watching Michael Jordan and picking up a basketball thinking you're going to do the same thing. Yeah. I you're not. Them, I said, you need to watch the LPGA, not because they're not freaks, because they're super good, but they do everything so fundamentally sound. Yeah. It is so, they do so good. Uh, you watch them. Even in their practice swings and things like that, they are just on tempo. They don't try to kill it. They're mm-hmm. just hitting the ball, and they know their yardages, and this is the club I'm hitting to this, and they and their putting is spectacular. I mean, it, they're, it's, it's scary how good they are putting. Yeah. It really is. So, anyway. So... We want to thank Angie for being here thank so you. much. Thanks we for having me. We appreciate you. I, I, I uh, enjoyed our conversation. Enjoyed the, the learning about the girls here on the uh, Butler High School golf team. And um, I'd like to thank Sonic for sponsoring yes. this portion yes. of yes. Tailgate yes. TV yes. and all that they do. Thirst quenchers. Absolutely. As we always say and we'll keep saying, the podcast sounds better with a Sonic drink. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. So... We want to thank you for watching this episode of Tailgate TV. CNS Graphics is happy to once again be serving Butler and surrounding areas. We are back and ready to serve you. We specialize in poster-worthy sport edits, but can help assist you in any of your graphic design needs. Find us on Facebook today or call or text Cody at 479-385-1120 and let us Create a custom graphic that you can cherish for a lifetime. And remember, your graphics deserve to be cool and stylish. As people, we are in need first and foremost of a savior. Though not nearly as much as a savior, we are in need of community. Community to lift us up, to rejoice alongside, to weep with, and to be ministered to in whatever walk of life we are in. At Emmanuel Baptist Church, we are not the perfect church for the perfect person but we are the church of the perfect Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. Verse by verse, book by book preaching, contemporary worship, and multiple generations under one roof. We hope you'll join us sometime at Emmanuel Baptist Church, 10 o'clock Sunday mornings, 801 West Dakota Street, Butler, Missouri. Welcome back to Tailgate TV, where once again, me and Brad are going to have some fun. And you can tell by the laughter, Brad is already highly anticipating my picks. Highly. Can't wait to go out and rent these. You should. I know. Netflix, every one of them, which gets us into what we're picking today. Our favorite sports movies. These are the best. These are going to be the six best sports movies of all time. Buckle up. Pop get the your, popcorn. I was just about to say, get your popcorn ready, as T.O. would say. That's it. And uh, I, before we even get started, Brad, I do have a couple honorable mentions. 
Are, are those allowed? Sure, I've got one. Well, what's your one? Well, I've got maybe two. Okay, what are your two? And I'm the reason they're honorable mention is they should be on this list, but because the list is only three, they can't be. Yeah, three. Somebody's got to get the axe, and these two got the axe for me, even though they are so high up there. Maybe even three got the axe. Number one, great movie. Number one honorable mention. Honorable mention. Number one that is on the cutting room floor. Snip, snip. <laughs> Field of Dreams. Great movie. Never seen it. Great movie. Fun movie. Interesting movie. They play a Field of Dreams game now. They do at the actual place. You know, little little interesting side note to that. When they built that field, they built it on two different people's properties. Half of the ballpark was in one and half of the ballpark was in another. And was a long, long time because they they tried, people had tried to buy it, but one person would want to sell it and the other one didn't. And it went back and forth, back and forth. And then finally, I don't know what happened, whether the money got good enough or, or whatever happened, but someone bought it. And yes, now they have a Major League Baseball game there, Field of Dreams Stadium there in... Uh, Wherever it's at. I'm going to add that to my two watch I list. Think. Now, and this is where our picks are going to be different. You know, sometimes I'll have an extra two or three on here in case you pick one of mine. Right. I'm not worried about that this no, time. No, me neither. Not at all. I'm not worried about the I heard time. you read off a list because you were kind of going through a list of things going, well, I want to make sure that I remember all the movies. And you named a few of them off and you go, I've never heard of these. I was like, yeah, every one of those is on my list. So, and here's the difference. I like to laugh when I watch a movie. Okay. So these are two that got that. I like sports when I watch a movie. These are two that got X'd. Oh. One of them you actually gave me the idea of. Okay. You were talking about one that I don't know if it made your list or not, but you were okay. talking about some horse racing movies. Yes. Love and horse racing. And I thought, racing. well, if horse racing is a sport, well, then car racing has to be a sport. And if car racing is a sport, Talladega Nights is a sports movie. And if that's the case, Rookie Bobby, he's he he's in the conversation for me. Now, Talladega Nights, it's like I said, it's an honorable mention. For for two facts, one is a race car movie, a sports movie, and if it is, I mean, Lightning McQueen. Again, fictional, 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 fictional. Go ahead. But no, those are those are those are some. And then the other one, when I was thinking through, you know, stupid, funny sports movies. That here's the problem, like with this next one for me, is it really a sports movie? Or is it a comedy that okay. has some sports in it? Okay. And I X'd it because I, I I feel like it does fall in. It's a comedy with sports in it. Okay. But The Longest Yard. The oh. Adam Sandler Longest Yard. Right. Not the original. The best one. The Burt Reynolds. And Burt Reynolds is in the second one as well. Well, you can't really have a Longest Yard without Burt Reynolds in it. You can't it. have anything without Burt Reynolds in it. Well. And if race car movies, I mean, shoot. <laughs> we lost our... If somebody wants to get us a new pen, we'll take new pens. Um, I mean, Smokey and the Bandit, they're racing against the clock. If bootlegging is a sport, Dukes of Hazard might say it is. Yeah, they, they probably would. And if it's a sports movie, it's number one on my list. So, And, and lastly, the one that I had to cut that, that I really wanted to make my number okay. one pick okay. but got talked out of, uh-huh. the best movie ever made. Secretariat. The Princess Bride. Yeah, because he says fencing. He right? has, it has. He said it has sports. It has fencing. It has fighting. It has love. It has. Con- 
And that should tell you a lot about why our lists are, not lists are so different. If we have one of the same on here, I am We do not. And there I is promise one that, you. There is one that I think. Okay. There's two on my list I know for a fact you won't have. Okay. And there's one I'm pretty sure you won't have, but it, it's the one you might. Anyways. Start number three. Go ahead. Did you have another honorable mention for me? I song? do, but I, I just said Secretariat. That's Great honorable movie. Mention? Yep. Okay. Great movie. Uh, I'd put it up against Talladega Nights. Except for mine's real. There was an actual Secretariat. Yeah. Nobody ever rode in a car with a cougar. With somebody's ridden in a car with a cougar. With cocaine underneath it. Probably somebody's not. somebody's not, done probably that. Probably not. I'm from Arkansas. Somebody's done that. Well, yeah. Um, okay, my number three. So I'm going first. <laughs> yes, I want you to go first. Please my number do. three. Okay, Rocky. best sports movie of all time. Rocky. Rocky, not fictional. No. Surprised. Rocky's a good movie. It is a good movie. It is a good movie. My uh, number three sports movie. No one ever got hit in any of those movies. No one was actually injured in the making of the Rocky movies, no matter how many times you, they get can't hit. can't say the same about The Princess Bride. That's true. That's Somebody true. went to the hospital after getting hit by a sword because it's real sports. <laughs> you got Andre the Giant, best wrestler in the world on there. That's true. Another fake sport. Rocky's my number three pick. What's your I, I love Rocky movies. Honestly, they came out when I was a young man. Uh, now, let me say, they need to stop making them movies. Agreed. My goodness. After, after like four was the cut. Yeah, and that was even stretching it. Yes. Right? Three was, they were still pretty good. Three was good. one of my favorites. Yeah, three was still pretty good. Four and beyond, what do they have, like 27 now, I think? I think, like, just, I think they just made like a seventh. Yeah, okay. Now Rocky refers to them in rocking chairs going back and forth. It has nothing to do with boxing anymore. Oh. Because they've had to re bring new people in. My well, they, have, they have the Creed movies, which are a spinoff of it now. Too. Right, right. Exactly. That's my point. Everything's right? spinning yeah. around so much. Yeah, it's, it's like. Spun into a tizzy. Yeah, it's like. Uh, uh, if you spin long enough, you're going to fall off. Well, and you know, it's it's like uh, Titanic two. Huh? What? <laughs> I mean there is, is that there a is thing? no No, that's my <laughs> point. <laughs> After they made a certain amount of Rockies, it's no it's over yeah. with. It's it's everybody's done what they were gonna do. Now it's done. Brad Davis, number three pick. My number three pick. Again, I like sports movies. Am it's, I gonna know any of these? Uh you you have heard of them. Okay. Mainly on that list that you read. Okay. I like sports movies because I don't think you can write a script as well as actually having it happen. All three of mine are actual movies that were made off of actual characters. Two of mine are. My number three. And I and I was amazed. I went through one with every major sport. Okay. There's more than three major sports. I mean, no, no. There's soccer, only three. No, no. There's only three major sports. The rest of them are. You got golf. Not majors. Rudy. Okay. Rudy Rudiger and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and just that whole movie from. It, it, it's. That it really can't happen, but it did but happen. It did. Yeah. And a little guy like that, and, and what's funny to me. Just seeing those guys in that movie do a great job of playing those roles. There's some monsters that play. It, it's oh, yeah. really, it's hard. Casting those movies 
is extremely, and it makes or break the movie. Oh, it does, absolutely. But having a guy, I don't think that people really understand how large linemen are. We watched a lineman last night or a couple, six, whatever it was. Six, eight, 320 pounds? 75 pounds, 375. That's plays right tackle. Freak. Huma- and, and moves well, right? I mean, it's not like he was. Yeah, he was a basketball player for a while. Yeah. Around the basketball court. Now he's out there hitting dudes on the football yeah, field. Amazing. But Rudy was a great movie. Love that movie. Love. And the guy's still around. He he does all kinds of stuff. And, and, uh, He'll be on the podcast next week. Well, I wish he would be. That would be a thrill for me. But anyway. My number two pick. Number two. I think you're going to be fine with my one and two or my two and three. Okay. Three was Rocky. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Remember the Titans. Another fine movie. Can't go wrong with it. No. Um, Denzel does a great job. I was going to say, Denzel Washington played one of his best roles, I think. I think it's his best movie. Maybe. Without a doubt. Not that I've seen very many Denzel Washington movies because I'm not a movie guy. I've seen a handful, but that is the best one that I've seen. So good. Uh, And, you know, again... The the tragedy in that movie with the young man getting hurt, mm-hmm. right? Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen that movie by now, I didn't say how he got hurt. Okay. But and and the the ability for those young men, right, to come together in such a way. Yeah. To have one common goal. It's really a lesson for our country, to be really honest with you. Come together for one common good, more. right? So, yeah, a great movie. I, I would agree with both those. In, enjoyed both those movies. And in the right order, by the way. Yeah. For me. Rocky's good, but remember the Titans is exceptional. Don't disagree. That's yeah. why I ranked them the way I did. Yeah, and I'm movie. so glad you're agreeing with me so far. It's going to make number one so much more fun when we get to it. Because <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? It's, it's horrible. I think it's the best sports movie ever made. Uh-huh. So my number two. And again, I went football with Rudy. So we're going baseball now? No. Football. Oh, basketball. Oh, you went Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Yeah. What a great movie. Never seen it. Oh, my gosh. Again, true to life. Now, obviously, and, and every true to life Hollywood movie is not it's true. Based on a true story. Based. Uh, I have the they book. Take their liberties. I have a book of the the gentleman that you was in a that. Reader. No, I'm not a big reader, but I read those. Our next picks seem to be best sports books. Okay, it, it'd be my same list. <laughs> but honestly, really liked Hoosiers. Um, uh. And I can't remember the gentleman's main name in the main character, but Dennis uh, Hopper, I think, was in that movie. He played uh, one of the kids' dads. Great. He did a super job in that movie. Um, hearing some of the stories that they filmed that during an actual mm-hmm. Indiana high school basketball game. Yeah. And th- that's, I mean, that's just exciting. Good stuff. Good stuff. Every time that movie is on, if I'm clicking through the channels and I see that movie, you're watching it. I'm stopping. Yep. Okay. I'm, the search it. is over. I watch it one night. You should. I will. You you enjoy it. Number one pick. The number one. Cody Morris. Best best sports movie of all time. All time. I can oh. watch it over and over again. Watch it. Like you say, anytime it's on. Space Jam. No, that was that, that did come in consideration though. Not gonna lie, that was in my head. 
Not for number one, but it was in my head. Major League. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. That good, huh? That good. Number one movie. Number one sports Major movie. League. Major League. Wild Thing. Wild Thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Charlie Vince Sheen. Vince Vaughn. Yep. Okay. Charlie Sheen, yep. It's it's Best to, haircut Well, and in, and, a, in and, a baseball movie. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate, you know, what makes that movie, too, is the broadcast throughout. Especially, you know, as we're broadcasting, I'm saying, I want to say what they actually say on Bob Eucher. Yeah. Who's an actual broadcaster. So it's a real movie. Milwaukee Brewers. It's a, it's a story of the Milwaukee Brewers. Okay, quit. I have, a, I, have a, I have a side. Here we go. We're chasing a rabbit. My cousin. Squirrel. Darren Vanderberg from Clinton. Okay. Got a baseball signed by Bob Eucher. I want it. It'd go really good up there in the tailgate. Studio. It would. I need to talk to him about that. We were at an Angels game out in California where my other cousin, another cousin named John, he was a bat boy for the Angels. Mm-hmm. So he could get us in to watch batting practice. So we're at Angel Stadium watching batting practice. And somebody, don't even know who it was, don't care, hits a home run. So Darren's, we're, we're close to home plate, and Darren's like, I, I want to go get that ball. And I said, well, go get it. They're not going to go get it. You know, the, they just leave them. So he walks out, grabs it, brings it back in. Well, they make you leave after batting practice. They make you leave, and then you get a ticket to come back in to watch the ball game. So we're outside, standing in front, and here comes this, you know, look like a shuttle bus kind of a thing from a from a uh, um, from the airport. Bob Euchre steps out, and my cousin, my cousin is jazzed. Yeah, he's got it right. So he walks up. Bob Euchre signs it, and uh, yeah, that's pretty neat. Pretty fun, right? Yeah, I, yeah it was a, it was a great thing. It was, uh, and you get that ball, get Charlie Sheen to sign it, right? But, We'd eBay, be, we'd be winning. eBay, I like it. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. But anyway, yeah, I, my cousin still has the ball. I've seen it, you know, oh, about a year ago. I saw it. So yeah, it's awesome, awesome. But yeah, best sports movie of all time, in my opinion, Major League. I went with another baseball movie, and it's nostalgic now because it's the Cleveland Indians, which are no longer a thing. They are the Guardians. Guard. Yeah, which, yeah, I don't know. Do you know where that comes from? I when I heard it, I think I could be mistaken, okay. but I think it has to do with the bridge over the city that everybody loves, is the Guardian Bridge, or okay. that effect. So okay. it has something to do with the never, city. Okay, it's never been not, to Cleveland. Have you ever been yeah, to Cleveland? No. So it's not something that outside of Cleveland you really know. But from from what I've heard, the fans in Cleveland really appreciate it. Fans elsewhere, maybe not so much. I I've been to the Cincinnati Reds Stadium uh, a couple years ago. Nice nice new ballpark they have there. And uh, but I've never made it to Cleveland. That's one. You know, we were talking bucket lists several days ago. Just yeah. just overall, one of my bucket lists is to go. I would love to go to see a ball game, a baseball game at every major league ballpark. Let's get started in the United States. I, I, I it's a big list because I still. I mean, I've seen several, but I've never been to. I've never been to uh, Cardinal Stadium in St. Louis. Really? Yeah, you would think being this close, off. right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, that'd be fun. Okay, I'm I'm getting antsy. Okay, your number. You're not gonna know this. You're not gonna know that. You never. You, you, so I'm not gonna. If you've never seen Rudy, nope. And you've never seen Hoosiers, nope. 
guarantee you you have never seen this movie. What is it? What do I get if I have? If I guess you get a prize. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a $100 bill. Okay. Right here. I'll get one out of my wallet right now. I'll give you a $100. going to get paid for being on the show for the first time. Hide your ID there. We don't want to see my, my stash. You have your social security number out there, too, sitting in your wallet. There it is. Crisp, okay. clean, $100 bill. What's the movie? Pride of the Yankees. Nope. Ah, knew it. Never seen it. Pride of the Yankees. It's it. the no. Lou Gehrig story. Okay, Lou Gehrig. I, I'm familiar with the movie. And you know Lou Gehrig, obviously. Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Lou Gehrig, um, again, back, you've heard of Cal Ripken. Of he broke Lou Gehrig's record for consecutive games played. Mm-hmm. Think about that in in relativeness, I guess that's even a word, to this. He played 2,000 games, 2,100, I think, in 31 or 32 games in a row. It's crazy. And then to have this cut his life short. I will say, I'm not discrediting that or what he did at all. Yeah, right. But when you look at sports, I do think baseball is the easiest sport to play consecutive games. No question. No question. It'd be a toss-up between that and and basketball. Obviously, football is the hardest. Of course. Basketball is kind of hard. Unless you're a kicker or something, right, where you don't get a ton of physical play. But, yeah, but still impressive. Absolutely. And, you know – he played with broken fingers. He played with high fevers. He played with. Um, I saw Michael Jordan. He had the flu. Or was twisted ankles, things like that. That's just impressive. And then to have something so devastating come into his life. Absolutely. And and played on two. I, I think you would have to say. And I'm not a Yankees fan, so don't don't think that I'm just all you know, have Yankee'd up. Here and talk to this. Major loves the Yankees. But that, to play on two great ball teams that he did, because he kind of he was the bridge between the Babe Ruth era at Yankees at the Yankees and the Mickey Mantle, DiMaggio, those guys. He, he kind of bridged both those. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, and to think that he held down first base for that long, yeah, was tremendous. Um, it's, it's a great, a great movie. It, there's a lot of funny things in it, humorous oh, little like little funny. things. But obviously, is it, as, is it as funny as Major League? Um, not funny, funny like funny, haha. It's funny, humorous, funny, more more um, heartwarming humor, if that makes sense. Okay. His wife and him that uh, were humorous together. Okay. They did a lot of fun things. His mother and father didn't know he was a baseball player for many years. Didn't know that. They wanted him to be a, a an engineer, I think. Okay. And uh, when he got into baseball, they weren't very happy. And then toward the end of it, they were front row center, yelling at the umpires and all that stuff with their son playing. So it was. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. You, you people would sit down and enjoy that movie. I'll have to watch all three of those at some point. Yeah. We would like to think we got some lovely sponsors, and we say this every episode, and we will continue to say it because it will always be true. 
We enjoy all of our sponsors, no. not just because they sponsor us, but we no. have enjoyed each of them we have worked with before they were sponsored, had been Absolutely. doing business with them, and still continue to do business with them outside of the podcast because they do amazing things. O3 Customs have great I mean, hats. we've been ordering hats from them for stuff outside of this yep. i mean they do and you know now they're expanding and not only are they doing hats which is what we use them most for but they're doing cups they were doing yeah. gloves they're doing you know any kind of engraving or whatever you need speaking of baseball i saw that he was doing the baseball mitt. yeah so, uh, that was really impressive yeah. that looked really good that he could uh that he can has the laser print that. on a baseball glove yeah. that was really neat yeah anything leather yeah. and then like i said now doing like you know yeti cups stanley cups you know some stuff which we're going to get some of those for the podcast maybe one of these days be pretty awesome um prepcast appreciate them and we've Absolutely. been working with them for years um yeah. like to thank doug who was on earlier um yeah. but yeah prepcast does a great thing for the community yeah and you know they help you know the same thing we're we're, we're doing the same thing we're trying right. to shed light on these kids and, and not in competition no but to not. further help Absolutely. Yeah, promote kids and, and, and our school districts around this area and, yeah. and really the area of Missouri that we live in because it is a fine place to live. Yeah, I went away and couldn't stay away. I had to there come you, back. There you go. Um, Sonic. And, man, we just won't even list what they do. Well, Sonic does so much, you know, for our community. Miles that lives here and then uh, Josh that's, that's our local manager here and, and owner manager and he does a great job. Uh, Josh is uh, he he supports uh, the uh, the press box on Friday nights. He comes up. He himself comes up and takes the orders, and then yeah. goes back and fills them and brings them up to the people up there to keep us refreshed and hydrated and 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 the the food that he brings and all that stuff. And you know just happy to do it yeah yeah i appreciate him so much mid america live they have been a day one you know just as some of these others and they have just you know since we got this idea encouraged it told us to run with it and then helped us with it yeah so love love doug and curtis and everybody over at mid america and boy do they i will say there is a lot of stuff that happens around our area and they keep us informed. Oh, and they keep Anytime it, I have a question, yeah, hey, Curtis, hey, Doug, yeah, what's absolutely. going on? Absolutely. Do a great job. Yeah, and usually by the time that, you know, he gets me a text back, it's already up on their Facebook page, too. Right. It's, it's, it's quick. It Curtis is. has gotten on to me, you know, every now and then I've written some sports stories for him. And it's not quick enough, but we, yeah. this is news now. Um, the Chamber of Commerce have really come on, you know, helping us out. And they have some events coming up. So you guys help them out. Huxter's Day is coming up. You know, they're doing a lot around town. And so we like to partner with them. Emmanuel Baptist Church really love the partnership we have going on with them. Absolutely, and then of course CNS Graphics um, continuing to do things for us, uh, and happy to do. So. And, and again, all the banners you see at the high school, taken care of at, at Butler High School, at, at taken care of by, by CNS Graphics uh, at the football field as well. You yeah. see those banners there for the seniors and the different different uh, organizations. Um, uh, obviously, he does he. CNS has done PrepCast stuff. They they Absolutely. have done stuff yeah, for new us products here. Products coming out and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, we're we're really blessed to work with some sponsors that we enjoy working with. We will never just have a read off here where somebody gives us money to promote their product. It's not what we're in this to do. We're in this to work with people that we enjoy working with and benefit everybody. Yep. And we've been able to do that. And it's would, made Tailgate TV possible. Wouldn't promote them if they weren't worth promoting. Absolutely. And with all that being said, we'd like to thank you for watching this episode of Tailgate TV. We'll see you next month.